And so I'm going to name a drama from the 90s. Oh, no. And you guys tell me which country stars you think were on them. This was a three-part arc on Touched by an Angel. A 90s country star who that did a could literally be that could, anyone. Any of these could be any of these. Like, there's no way for me to guess any of this. Uh, I'll get. Okay. Oh my god, this game is off to a roaring start. Yeah. Wow, you guys are great at this. Okay, so I'll start with hints. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. I think that that was a fluke. Let's let's do it again. We'll try it again. I trust myself. Diagnosis: murder. I don't know. I also There's actually, no way for me to know this. I also don't I've think never I, seen any of these I, yeah, shows. I was, I was about to say, I have never and seen that show either. the field set is so large, there's no way for oh, me to guess. God. Okay. Jodie Messina was on Nash Bridges. I believe that. That's the most believable one that I've It's impossible for so you guys far. to have ever guessed that. There's no, no way I would ever guess this. And also, what I'm realizing is if you would have made this multiple choice, there would be no way for me to guess that <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the hardest game on the planet. Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And we have a really special guest this week. A uh, super funny guy, a great writer, but more importantly, a friend. And sometimes a friend is the friend you need. <laughs> it's Cody Zeiler. Hi, everyone. Cody. Hello, hello, hello. Besides being a friend, one of the main reasons that you were invited this week is because you're a just true blue expert in this week's topic. I would consider you to be a, a professor of sorts. <laughs> there is yeah. literally no hyperbole in either one of those statements that I can point out. Like, I am without a doubt, look at me. Look at me in the eyes, you guys. I am without a doubt the most qualified person for this podcast It's tonight. part. It's part two of our country music in the 90s series. This week we are taking on the ladies, the ladies of country music. Exactly. You've got your Leanne Ryan, your Leanne Womack, your Leanne, Leanne Womack, your, your Lori uh, Morgan, Lori Morgan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I looked at this up on Wikipedia. Do you know, Cody? Do you know what Lori Morgan's real name is? Um. Well, just out of nowhere, I'm going to say Loretta Lynn. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Suck it. Loretta Lynn Morgan. Absolutely. Uh, it, so I, I talked a big game about the something in red video last week. And I was like, we're going to talk about that one for sure. And then I watched the something in red video this week. And it's like not much. Not a lot happens no. in the something in red video. And I was sad that it did not get to make the cut of my top three. Spoiler. I, a lot of things are happening in a lot of these videos. A lot. And things I are will, happening. And, and and I saw it kind of late in my event, just in the timeline of videos I watched, and it could not hold up against the things. Well, I, I love that you mentioned that because I actually was also a little let down by, I mean, I think for as much as going on in those songs, I don't think the videos are quite always strong enough. So much is that, happening in That video songs. in particular, um, I, I'm pretty sure I wrote, what did I write down? I wrote like, so that video, something in red, is like a Katya tweet come to life. Oh. So you know how Katya has these tweets every once in a while that's like, you know, lost in a turgid river of longing, scorched by my lover's flame. Yes. Um, that video to me seems like one of those tweets brought to life. It's very similar to um, the It's All Coming Back to Me Now video by Celine Dion, mm -hmm. but just the bedroom part. Just the yeah. just like the sheer canopy. Yes. I would watch the Something in Red video for hours on end. Like I recorded it off CMT and I would just like watch it over and over again. Mm -hmm. 
while like and while choosing a crayon from a box <laughs> <laughs> dramatically yeah that was me at five years old did did the bedroom scene specifically remind you of anything and this is a very vague question and really i should like be a little more specific but i kind of want to keep it super super open at the moment just like her in the bed the lighting like the the, the satin sheets hold on while i look it up from like another singer from just like experiences Life. that you experienced being a person who experiences things, especially as a younger person. Well, here's what I will say. It's such a vague it's question. It's hard for me to wrap it's very, my like, head perfumey. around what is happening in this video because the the copy that's on YouTube that I saw was, <laughs> I think it begins with Cropped her lover is such leaving. such a way that I could never... She has a lover in bed and he leaves and she's like, all right, well, it's mm-hmm. starting over yet again. Yeah. Here we go. How do I? Something in green, something in white. Yeah. Okay. So the answer to, to my question was basically like, it reminds me of like the straight porns that my like middle school <laughs> friends would watch when we'd be crashing at one of their houses. Oh, it's absolutely. like blurry on Skinamax. It's very, very, it's very, very Shoe Diary. It's yeah. so yeah. like 90 straight yeah, porn. Yeah, like yeah. that's all I could think about. And granted, I think I only had to watch like maybe like two of those, maybe like just a couple minutes of each. But 90s, like I went like, ri- soft core. I went right back. No. Well, I mean the video is, but like. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so There's porny. A lot of flickering candles. Yes. A very low cut yes. on this dress. And it is something in red. Close as, oh, close she has a low cut dress and a high cut haircut. Oh. Oh, does she ever have a high <laughs> cut haircut? This, I mean, Lori Morgan's just look as a person is top notch. You can't Absolutely. Beat it. Absolutely. Yeah. That haircut alone, we could talk about for thirty minutes. Oh yeah, and but the, the slight variations in each of the videos is just like masterful. Yeah, and I would, I would just love for her to get a video that serves her more, that yeah, gives agreed. her more. Agreed, to agreed. She's got a. I mean, her story is crazy. She oh was, my god! Last week uh, we mentioned Sammy Kershaw. They were each other's fifth spouse of many, many more. She's the Elizabeth Taylor of country music. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah, I mean Keith Keith Whitley. I don't know if y'all talked about that last week, but like he's one of my favorite like Just male country Whitley. singers. Super underrated. Didn't have a lot of stuff. Drank himself to death and was like married to her pretty much the whole time. Yeah, not that like I'm blaming her, but like it was you know he a classic he will country come romance. up for just a second in one of my honorable mentions later. Love that. I pretty the, much spoiled that, but so oh. did we? Did you notice any themes this week? I mean, we in Lori Morgan we did kind of allude to one of. Uh, like porn lighting, yes. Like um, yeah. candles, candelabras, very soft fabrics, lighting, like soft things shot, shot focuses. Through. Yeah. An interesting thing of these versus the men in country music is there's not as much of a reliance on flashbacks and guest actors. They're still here, but women in country tend to women do some acting. Act. Yes, they're playing they're, a role. They are asking a lot of these country women. Also, some of them appear in the videos by themselves. There's what do you mean? Kind of, well, I don't want to spoil too much in case this is one of somebody's later, but there are some Shania Twain videos, for example, that are just Shania Twain with no love interests. Keep no, keep that in mind a little bit later when we're talking like some, about you know our top three because I modeling. absolutely yeah. There are many country women in the '90s that I do feel like it is unfair for us to group them in True. to a, a '90s country episode. Like I do right. think that there are. Yeah, so I, Shania will probably get her own episode. Yeah, and I so off the bat, I do just want to say that like this is not meant to be our only 
dip. This is not comprehensive yeah, because it, we would it, be doing a disservice to these possibly. queens Again, by just affording would, them like a, an hour 15. Right. We well, would need we would need a um uh Ken Burns <laughs> approach. Yeah. Well, the arrival of VH1 and I think is specifically maybe VH1 divas, like the difference in country women in videos from 1993 and 1998, it's all Shania Twain. It might as well be yeah. 20 years. Absolutely. All Shania Absolutely. Twain. Her influence is When Shania crazy. Twain put on that crop top, we never looked back. Yeah. We yeah. never yeah. We never made our yeah. ladies put on a full yeah. shirt again. Once we were afforded the honor of gazing upon her navel, it was over. I mean, some of these costumes prior to her, it just like gals going to work. Yeah. And, and I think it's also important to remember that, you know, it, it's... This kind of goes with what you were saying about like kind of judging them all in a certain way. You know, I think these videos, mus- with music videos, you're really able to tell who has that that natural charisma of a star oh, and who's just sure. like a really great country singer, a really great mm-hmm. performer. Like those are very different things. And yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's and the you know the rise of the music video really allowed us to see kind of you know make those separations, classifications, yeah. and not like in a judgmental way, but just you know for the sake of a podcast. There, yeah, and there are some people, and I won't name them because this isn't like a. I'm not going to get into the worst. Call of them out. Give us names, Burkett. I know. <laughs> I don't want to say who's the worst of anything, but there are some people who have like a spark, a charisma, a star power, yep. a screen presence. Yep. And there are some people who don't. No. And some of the people who don't, uh, you know, they still have. You can still yeah. listen to them on the radio if you like. And it's interesting because, like, when you look at, you know people who are a little bit older when you know their the music videos were coming out like in the early to mid 90s these are people who got into country music probably not wanting to necessarily you know be the star of music videos they didn't necessarily want to be like you know mm-hmm. up there like having to like awkwardly dance in front of a camera to their own singing that right. was not necessarily what they got into it as opposed to like a little bit later on especially the younger performers like that was probably something that they were cognizant of when yeah. they chose or decided to try to get into the industry and i think this this will probably come up more in depth if we do a shania twain episode but i think there was a big backlash in the country music establishment against shania twain when she came out and it was along the lines of like oh she's too provocative she's too sexy that's for pop music it's not for country i think what they were mad at is that she was good at it yeah yeah, because country was very sexy like, before then. Like yeah. Dolly Parton is a thing. Right. And I think that Shania was just like confident and talented and beautiful. And they're like, oh, we didn't. And she also wrote songs, which I think is another thing. Yeah. She's great at it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's dive in. Cody, as our guest, what were your runners up this week? So my number three is uh, is is art. Like, I was watching this, and I said out loud to myself, this is art. I wrote this is art on one of mine. I wonder <gasps> if it's the same thing. <laughs> was it Independence Day by Martina McBride? Yeah. It was! So ah! we can, We'll just touch on it a little bit, and then we'll dig into it in a second. Okay. So touch it, <laughs> like, me, like, going into it just a little bit? Yeah, a little, say it's, yeah if there's a thing you love I mean, I think or... it's, in terms of, like, ambition, like, you know, like, visually, like, production-wise, it yeah. might isn't be maybe as ambitious as some other entries. I mean, they I did like burn a house though. So that probably like, yeah. also, this also might be, it's not because it's after it's before it, but this is speaking of videos that are like Alanis Morissette videos. Oh, yep. Yeah. This is nearly identical to hand this in my is pocket. Like indebted to some like 90 grunge chicks, you know, there are a lot of videos that are black and white. Like yeah. that's a fairly common thing. There but aren't I think- a lot of country videos that are really though. No, I that's mean, a, I, I, found, I, mean I found a couple, yeah. um, but I think that this video, I think talking about like ambition, I think it's like 
narratively speaking, very ambitious. I think subject yeah. matter, it's very like ambitious. And it's one of the few examples of a, of a video that literalizes what the song is about in the video that I think is successful because yeah. there is a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the most, a lot. I mean, yeah. there's a lot from Martina McBride. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think the smartest videos are the one that like stay faithful to the content of the song without necessarily just like visually literalizing it. Yeah, totally. But I think this is one of the few that works extremely well because if you have a song that's so heavy like this song is you can't help but like be true to that in a video because otherwise it's almost like irresponsible i think yeah you know to not show it frankly like she's singing about it and just like it's such a great video and i I think for me like one of the most sublime moments is when um the little girl is at the parade and she sees the clowns fighting and it's like intercut with scenes of her parents fighting i think that's genius and i think it's so powerful martina mcbride is this is maybe maybe too definitive and too hot of a take to say because I don't know that I really believe it, but I think Gorgeous. Martina McBride is the best singer of people that are on this. I don't think that like, I don't of, think that's an extremely hot take. Voices, I think it's a like, take. I think yeah. I think it's a take, I but Martina I don't find McBride, it offensively hot. I really don't. What's um, your number two? So my uh, uh, see, my two and number one were what I was really kind of going back and yeah. forth between. Um, okay. And I kind of got extra stumped, not stumped, but like extra because earlier today I was, I expressed to Ryan that I was having an issue with this. And you told me your number one should be, or could be the video that you most want to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And admittedly that made me want to like switch what I have, but I actually ended up keeping it okay. because I think that there's a lot to talk about with my number two Yeah. and it might be like the most fun to talk about maybe. Okay. Okay. That was a lot of lead up, big overture, little show, as Xander Harris once said. Um, number two is Why Haven't I Heard From You by Reba wow. McIntyre. That is my uh, number three. Oh, wow. Um, it is amazing. Is is that courtroom or beauty parlor? That is beauty parlor. Beauty parlor. Beauty parlor. Okay. <laughs> yes. Take it back as courtroom. She has so many that are set in like a like an actual musical. It's yeah, like a number that from a musical because we will get into yeah. all yeah, of those. I totally. mean, I mean, this video is like technically like two musicals. There are at least like two musical references that are in it. In addition to being like I, I wrote it is without a doubt one of the most fun country music videos. You can tell yeah. that Reba is having a fucking blast in Reba, it. Reba, I mean, Reba was dabbling into acting at this point, yeah. but like if she wasn't. This would be like this. She was making all of these for her real. Like she was doing yeah. this to like. <laughs> this is yeah. her portfolio. This is what got her a sitcom. Oh, and her sitcom yeah. was good. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Who you know who loves Reba? Our moms. Moms love <laughs> yeah. Reba. The show. Somebody posted on Twitter the other day that they loved Reba. I can't remember if it was like. Was it me? Was it Chris Coffin? No. The show or just the, the show. Figure. The show. The oh. figure in pop culture. I think it was Shantira Jackson. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen two sequential episodes of the show. Like nor I, have I, nor have I've I. I've seen bits of it in syndication, but I've never. Me neither. Did you ever see the Julia Louis-Dreyfus sitcom, The New Adventures of Old Christine? No. Yes. It's that. Yeah. It's uh, like a woman who is like friends with her husband's girlfriend or whatever. Sure. And it's like a family thing and it's like working class. And yeah, apparently it's great. Yeah. So why haven't I heard from you is is they start in the fanciest Mexican restaurant known to man. Okay, a Mexican, made Mexican by virtue of the fact that there's a mariachi, mariachi band behind band. her. There's literally nothing else about it, including the tablescape. Or the food. <laughs> or the, the food that like screams Mexican. It literally looks like the most boring like 
the quote-unquote fancy nice restaurant. Place. There just happens to be a mariachi band there. That's the yeah. only thing about it that makes it Mexican. I feel like the cliche is a French restaurant. So I'm already, like, on board. And there are thought bubbles that comic book style appear above each of their heads with, like, like, um... Do they have words in them, or do they have no. just like faces so? It's, of it's other what people, they're right? imagining getting away with each yes. other is going to be like. Yeah. Reba imagines them like being on the beach, enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. imagining like them fishing, and then the mariachi man is in, is imagining them just with them, like the mariachi band with them <laughs> on vacation. The mariachi band exists just to be with Reba, exactly, right. which we all do. Which but... oh, obviously. And then we move to this beauty parlor setup that's very similar to the Bills, Bills, Bills video, mm-hmm. and. Reba is in a beehive wig that is not red. They could not get oh, a red beehive for yeah. Reba. It's just like a brown wig. That's the craziest thing. Oh, when she has like her hair in curlers and yes, it's brown it's hair. Brown hair. Oh, I That's see what crazy. you're saying. I thought I thought you were referring to like like the suds wig that they all have in one point. Oh, right? like, that's an amazing point too. I love those suds wigs. That's yes. great. Yeah. And I think it's important to also like think about, and this is the thing that really kind of stuns me about it is that like, it's also like an extremely gay video. This yes, was, I wrote, there's a Billy Porter type in the beauty salon. There's also a Lizzo type. Like the first is, like woman who like greets her in the beauty parlor looks just like Lizzo. She has like sort of like, like that wet perm look that Lizzo has like on the cover of her album. Yeah. Well, this this if, introduces a segment in this show uh, that I wrote down as I was watching these called is a black person in this. And in this video, the answer is, Yes. Multiple, multiple people of color, In including, including an obviously gay man. Yeah, that's that's And an also a, an instance in this Reba video of non-country style choreography. Yes. It's like show. Oh, t- yeah. Like, she's like doing bro- dancing. Broadway choreography. Yeah. I love doing that. Like a, like a uh, uh, shimmy with a foot this way. A yeah. Shimmy with a foot that way. It's, it's like the choreography that comes from like crossing and uncrossing your legs over and over. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. that kind of choreography. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good and fun and like it just blows my mind. There's a little of, uh, I don't know what this is called. You guys can describe this dance move. Uh, oh, I don't know how to describe You're, you're sort that. of doing like T-Rex arms, but you're just like waving them side to side kind of like like in a sachet. Yeah, there's, she's doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and she's doing it well. There's a there's a there is a large Fosse number at the end of this. Yeah, it goes full cabaret. Yeah, for like 17 seconds at the very end for kind of no reason, but that's totally okay. Like she, they we need to get her into cabaret. We it's, need to get her into Broadway Chicago. Don't Broadway's cabaret. She she's already done Broadway. She's already like good time. Did she get a Tony for for uh, any get your gun? No, but she's considered she like should've. the definitive. Broadway, like modern Broadway. I wanted to get an E. Is she close gun. to an E. No, she's probably not even that close. I think to she probably just has a G. Just have a just yeah, a just G. The Grammy. <laughs> yeah, but she but has like a lot of them. She's in the Kennedy Center, and she's for sure in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Absolutely, uh, the Grand Ole Library. Yeah, um, I, I I wrote down that uh, the video kind of looks like a Lizzo music video. It also looks like the best Rusical from like the best season of RuPaul. Oh, it's RuPaul like wishes. It's, it's what like Rusicals Rusical. wish they could be. Um, I also put that it's sort of like the opposite. You know how whenever there's like a female conservative politician and there's a picture of her that's like not very flattering everyone always says well that's what you get when you hate the gays because no one's there to like (laughs) this is like the opposite of kellyanne conway this is like the opposite like if you embrace people of color if you embrace queer people you can look and be as fabulous as reba i think that's the theme of this video it might be yeah 
Maybe that's too hot take for y'all, but you know, I'm here to <laughs> I'm here to deliver some hot takes. If that's I'm, too hot for you, then I can leave. I Progress my, is beautiful. Exactly. I want my guests to come on and rock the boat. Oh, yeah. If you're not pushing the envelope, what's the point of having you on? No, I am sinking the ship if I need to be. <laughs> Turn this car around. Well, Cody, what's your number one? Are you ready for my number one? We okay. are ready. Okay, we, I think I've watched a lot of country music videos, and I've also yeah. watched a lot of pop music videos. Sure. I've uh-huh. seen everything from Britney, from Gaga to Beyonce, and I would argue, this is going to be a hot take, you guys, I would argue that none of them has been able to so effectively and clearly and successfully articulate the undeniable enthusiasm of the artists featured in the video as Any Man of Mine by Shania Twain. That wow. W- that's that's one of my armal mentions. So yeah, she's in it by herself the whole time. Literally, there yeah. there is a doggy and there is a horsey, but that's it. There's <laughs> no well at the very 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 beginning, she's like wrestling some doggies, and I think there's like a cowboy with her, but he gets no face. He's not an important part of the narrative of the video by any means. In fact, there is really no narrative of the video. She's like she's you know she gets back from like roping some doggies. She gets mm-hmm. back. She takes a bath in the barn with the horse. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she like puts on an amazing dress and like, she's so effortlessly charismatic and she's just such an undeniable pop star in every single video. One of the reasons that I made this my number one is because I can't think of a single frame from a single moment of this video that I would change. Yeah. Which is saying something because it, so much of it is literally just her looking into the camera and lip syncing to her own song. And yet it's just so massively done. I she's think like of any errors with it. Working on a farm in it. She's like tossing yeah, she's bales just of like hay doing hay stuff and like yeah. she has a shirt tied up. Let me say this. It's maybe not a farm that's up and running yet. She's like <laughs> she's like setting up the farm. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like moving that bale of hay around. <laughs> yeah. And we do see the bare midriff. Oh yeah, she's big, got that's she's a big yeah. thing. And I, I would also argue that I think that navel is never framed as well as it is in between that light wash tight denim jean and, and that, that light wash denim vest. Yeah. I think her navel has never looked more, dare I say, iconic. I a note that I wrote of, of if a navel can be iconic, Shania Twain's is. She has one of them, yeah. 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 I wrote that Shania is the country Mariah Carey. Well, yeah. Because she's always sort of the you, same. She's as not if I putting didn't on see a lot Divas of Live when they had the ni- the same hair. Like I, I, I keep using the word like ambition, because like, you know, like Reba, Reba's videos are very ambitious. Like, you know, you can imagine that's like, you know, a multiple day set. There's all these extras. There's probably a lot more like production going into it. And yet I still find this video more compelling than I think any other country video. So much about it is such like a, like a statement, you know, cause obviously she had had an album albums before this. Like she had had singles that had done well before this, but like everything about the song and this video to me feels so, so introductory, you know, it's yeah. like, it, like establishing herself. And also Shania Twain, I mean, much like Reba McIntyre, but Shania Twain, as a human being, has, like, so much just magnetic chemistry that, like, you could... There is nothing that you could do to deny Shania Twain. And just, like, little moments in that video. That's, like, a video where, you know, when she puts the dress on, she just, like, whips it, like, a little bit. She kind of, like, dances by, like, you know, kind of holding the hems of it. And, like, it's just so effortlessly good. Because, like, I also watched other country stars, like, you know try to do a little like country yeah. dance in, in some of these videos and it just doesn't work. Yeah. I, you could tell Shania Twain to move to her own music and it looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> also, and I know that wrote it. this is the point of the video, but 
I am just now grasping another like sort of theme in it. And it's the reason that we're seeing her working on the farm is because that's not what she needs a man for. Yeah. She, she has those things covered. Oh, I've never made that connection, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's true. Yeah. She needs, she needs the things that she's talking about in the song. A lot of our best music video actors, you know, a lot of them, there was a time when singers were getting cast in movies left and right because they're so charismatic and so engaging in their videos it's like, oh, this will translate perfectly to a movie. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen time and time again that it doesn't. Um, Shania Twain held out for a long time before taking a movie role. Yeah. And then, you know, it's that like NASCAR thing with John Travolta. Oh, yeah. It's called tell like, about uh, your, tell me about your hobby. You know, racing. It's called uh, 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 Chasing Pavement. But th- <laughs> laying, this reference laying, is completely soaring over okay. my time. She has like a Can I turn this in a movie called Trading Paint? Trading Paint. <laughs> I do not know this. It's Trading Paint when you like hit another car. Is it like a Hallmark original movie? No, it is it's a, a feature a, film and yeah. it stars John Travolta. So I am going to turn this around, Cody. So here's a clip from Trading Paint. Oh, I hate that. It's uh, more like a, a family tradition. Gross. My dad taught me, and I taught Cam. Your dad raced. Oh, hell yeah. And then my, my cousin. That was such an inauthentic point Shania just did. I didn't believe her point. Are we, are we believing this exposition that begins with, tell me about your hobby? <laughs> Is so she what, like a reporter in this? Do is we this know a what date? her relationship is? Yeah, I'm pretending she's a journalist. She's getting the scoop. And she It's recent. It's like 2015. Her, and her question and answer her question asking skills came from the Beyonce Knowles school of asking questions. Yeah. Question. <laughs> Tell me about your hobby. <laughs> I will say though, the, the the thing about that that struck me most was just like there's a moment in which like Shania Twain points at John Travolta, and it was the least convincing point I think yeah. I've ever seen. She's, she's into points. She needs to, yeah. <laughs> you know, her acting style is lip syncing her own songs, and but like if yeah, she's a so lot of good at it, like yeah, fine, go like, for it. Keep doing that. Damn. So that was my number one. I really struggled with it, but I just think it's like ultimately, I was like, it's the most compelling video that I think that I because as a child, I remember like watching that and just like mm-hmm. I would literally just like go as close to the TV screen as I possibly could. To like absorb some of the energy you that wanted she to was get just exuding close enough to the screen so that you saw it first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I get so close to the team that like it, it pixelates it, like you can see each individual right. pixel on sort of like the 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 convex screen. Yeah, you were trying to Pleasantville into that Shania Twain video. Exactly. So uh, my number three is by uh, someone who I I feel I think is still around and has a following as a singer songwriter, but is probably not considered country. Okay. I think she's considered more like singer songwritery and folk and stuff like that. It's Mary Chapin Carpenter. <gasps> oh, she's <sighs> Mary Chapin Carpenter is. I feel the like she's coolest she's, '90s country lady for sure, for sure, absolutely. And I think she also has like the kind of singer singer songwriter creds that a lot of the the women that we've been talking about don't have as much. And I think you're definitely right to pinpoint that. I think especially now she's really drifted into sort of like more like a folky acoustic scene. Is yeah. She, what's your number three? Which one? Uh, my number three is I feel lucky. Hell oh, yeah! I thought Hell it was yeah. the most fun. It takes place in like the desert. They find some people in an RV, and she's in like an airstream 
trailer like mm-hmm. camper thing and but a whole party spills out and they just have like a like a block party kind of thing in the desert with these old people and money rains from the sky at some point yeah right? it's just yep. very cool and funny and i have an image here of mary the Shapen best Carpenter song from, that. from mary Chapin carpenter is down in the twist and shout for sure i watched twist and shout i watched passionate kisses which is probably the first country video and maybe the only one ever that takes place in a coffee bar Instead of like a honky wow. tonk, like a very a very like European feeling uh, yeah, coffee no, bar. I wow. feel like that was her signaling. That was her saying, <laughs> "I'm getting out." <laughs> yeah, I'm caffeinated. Um, I pulled up this picture of Mary Chapin Carpenter. It's actually just the Google images of her in general. She looks like so many people that we know from Chicago Improv. <laughs> oh my God! Just all yep. of these pictures of Mary Chapin Carpenter. I had five B's with every one just- of these gals. This Mary Chapin Carpenter here, this one. Yeah. And she is funny. She's she, very smart and funny. She and is giving like full on improvised, improvisation. She's very funny, but her form was too hard for us to learn. <laughs> yeah. We like couldn't, it, like, it, the mechanic was so weird. Yeah. I just think she's smart and fun and there's not a whole lot to say besides like, check her out if you, like, yeah. everyone should yeah. go check well, her I think, out. I think, well, I think this has like, this actually has a couple, I think, overall themes that we can look into. One of them, which is like, um, featuring the band very prominently yes. in the video. A lot of yeah, like pop starlets, like you're not going to see her bass player, like, right. you know, dancing up in the background, but in a lot of these videos, especially hers, as a matter of fact, because then I think almost all of her videos, the band in a lot of these videos, the band is featured very prominently. They actually yeah. get to like play and like even sometimes get like a close up of them smiling. It's really nice to see. It wouldn't surprise me if she's like Mary Chapin Carpenter and the somethings. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause um, she even like mentions in one of her songs, like, you know, I want a full house and a rock and roll band. Like, you know, yeah. she's a, a band oriented artist mm-hmm. more so than I think some of the other. And artists. she has a person of color in the video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Playing guitar, right? Is it one of her, is it her guitar player? Did I make that up? Uh, I made that up. I maybe, that but up. also just like a person who's there to have fun at the party, which yeah. is, I think even yeah. better. It was, yeah. it's one of those nineties parties where like, there's a little bit of everything. Like, I think like nowadays we think of a party as being like fairly uniform in terms of like what people are wearing. But the party in this video, there's like somebody wearing a suit there's people wearing like funny things. Like it's just, it's yeah. a very yeah, diverse group. There's a guy with a ponytail and little round sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It's also got a very VH1 vibe. I feel yeah. like the images from this I've seen in other things. Absolutely. Uh, my number two, we're getting into like pure country though. I watched a lot of videos by Patricia Lynn Yearwood this week. Mm-hmm. AKA Trish. Trisha Yearwood. Um, Gorgeous. Ms. Yearwood. Uh, the one that I went with, I had to go with the one that I thought was truly the best video because so many of them were sort of unintentionally funny and there's one that I'll get into in my honorable mention. Absolutely. But I went with Walkaway Joe. Jock- Walkaway Joe is notable for, for two guest stars. One is Don Henley Sings Harmony on mm-hmm. the choruses and the other is that Matthew McConaughey making maybe his screen debut as it is. Joe. Yeah. Um, Walkaway Joe is... Did we talk about this one when we did um, just briefly. actors? It was like an honorable mention, uh, yeah. Because I, I watched it for that. Um it's sort of like uh, Badlands or something, or, or True Romance, but there's no violence. Yeah. This girl runs away with her, I guess, a little older boyfriend. We get the impression that she's in high school. It's just like, bye, mom. And uh, a couple things that are interesting about this is it's set sort of in the present day. Most of these videos that have black and white flashbacks are like the 40s or whatever. But yeah, they're just like staying in motels and stuff. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Rihanna, We Found Love. Only there's no drugs. It's completely clean. Um, but Joe, it's implied that he's a criminal. It's weird. Um, and then in color for the choruses, when we see Trisha Yearwood, 
she's in color and she's just dressed like she got something new to wear to work. And people are like, oh, is that new? <laughs> but she's just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's, she's just dressed like a lady. All of her videos, she's or at least the early ones, she's just dressed like just a gal at a bank or whatever. They I mean, don't. Yeah, what do you want her to wear? I want her to have like, I want her to she, have. I like, mean, she's wearing like the country like outfit in a lot of those videos. She's wearing like the very long like skirt that goes almost yeah. all the way down her ankles. She's I want her to dress like, like a star. She's wearing like a blousey shirt. She's wearing like a crocheted vest over top of like the blousey t-shirt. Yeah. The, well, in Walk Away Joe, it's very like. She had some Coles cash and mm-hmm. oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also that's kind of how just like everyone in the early '90s was looking. That's yeah. a good point. But like she when also, you watch people at awards shows in the '90s, they're just buying clothes to wear. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. She's probably wearing her clothes yeah. in the video. They're all dressed um, like the mom on the Torkelsons. Remember that show? <laughs> they all dressed like the mom on that. I don't know if Trisha Yearwood had any pop aspirations because she sings very. Down the down the middle country music. She's really good at it. But I think that's one of the reasons I picked her is because it really fit the theme for me without being. Well, you know, a lot of these like Leanne mm-hmm. Rhymes was gonna go pop as yeah. soon as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think Trisha's one of those artists where um, she's able to like demonstrate what a great singer she is without necessarily belting. Yeah, like I think pop music is absolutely <laughs> sort of like predicated like you can't be a good singer unless you belt, and oftentimes that encourages people to like do this really sort of like affected form of singing. Yeah. I think that's never really taken hold in country music, which is why I really, really like yeah. female. She's more singer. Singer. has Similar. one of the most beautiful voices. She Absolutely. sounds a little like Linda Ronstadt. Sure. Absolutely. People are talking about Linda Ronstadt a lot lately, and I think that's who she sounds like. My number, number one, one. Uh, I'm bringing back just that spirit of vengeance, the the vigilante keeping our country streets safe. It's Martina McBride. Well. Um, she she has a trilogy, I feel, in Concrete Angel, mm-hmm. Broken Wing, and my number one, which is Independence Day, mm-hmm. of like saving people from evil men, yes. whether they're abused kids or abused women. Independence Day, though, is like I think wild. That, I think that we all, I think everybody at this table and hopefully all of our listeners and everybody around the world can agree that we <laughs> hate domestic abuse. Oh, hell yes. yeah. But none of us hate domestic abuse as much as Martina McBride. Martina McBride, it is, she's like Batman or Daredevil or something. And I'm not making she a joke of domestic of abuse like pearls because falling it, and I applaud her. her for getting the message out. And I mean, a lot of these end with an 800 number, and, and, and God maybe bless her. and maybe somebody called it. And if so, like no, God she, love you. She apps this video and this she song probably saved, saved lives. lives. Literally, is saving oh, lives. Yeah. A few things that I want to say about it. So plot-wise, we open with it's this little girl who I guess is young Martina McBride. She, we're doing Independence Day? Yes. Is that I, what we're talking about? She's sort of like Jenny from Forrest Gump. But she, yes. she has long blonde Very hair. Very Jenny energy. But the song is first person, and she sings about her mom. And I really, really wish that young Jenny, young Martina McBride, had Martina McBride's hair. Independence Day also, <laughs> it should be noted, of those songs, is the only non-ballad. Oh, it's a It's, it's a like a barn track. burner. Yeah. Um it is, it's in black and white, but it's in like stark black and white. It's not sepia like a country video. Yeah. Um, the thing that you mentioned earlier, like hand in my pocket is what it looks like. So this uh, little girl's mom is like being abused by a boyfriend or husband. I think, I think it's, I think it's, the, well, is it the girl's dad? Maybe because that, dad. that adds another level that of complexity level, yeah. to this. I don't, I, hmm. So the girl runs away to the 4th of July parade and it starts out as like, hand in my pocket. It's like, oh, this is a safe place for her to be. This is fun. Kids like this. And then instantly it's like 
distorted faces and it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. And there is a clown fight, which is a male clown beating up a woman clown. Yikes. And everybody at the parade loves it. And then it's counter, it's, it's juxtapositioned, juxtaposed with Martina McBride's parents fighting. There's even something horrifying about like the close-ups of people laughing because it, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, um, like a high angle. Like, yeah. like the camera's low and it's high. So it kind of distorts also, them. I cannot tell like get into the cinematography of that, but it's like, it's meant it's to beautiful. reflect the, like a kid's eye view, a kid's of, eye view yeah. of like uh, what an outsider would say about their situation. Right. Um, yeah. It's just something that you gossip about and laugh about later. And also Martina McBride's eyes, like just to zero in on one I wrote just, that. Like, facial feature. Martina McBride is the most beautiful eyes in the world. Like the, yeah. just like the she's got a blue Isabel. Yeah. Um, but Louis the little bell as white as her sleeves, <laughs> but the little girl, she like snaps back to reality and runs home. And it's either because she's scared at the parade or she's like, Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. She goes home. And, but in the meantime, her mom has dropped a match in a really cinematic way. Her house is on fire when she gets home. And I assume that they're just dead inside. I thought that her mom escaped. Maybe, but she's not in the video again. I, my understanding is that like both mom and the, the man, whether it's her father or like her boyfriend, whatever, um, they both die in the house because in the in the lyrics to the song, like she's taken to a home. She oh, has yeah, the no yeah, parents. No, they left. take her away. You're she's right. She's by the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it gets to that point of the video, Martina is singing in front of a burning house, and mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing that I saw this week. Um, Yes, go ahead. And this Sorry. is okay. And this is why no, 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 no. So this is like another thing. This is what's interesting about country music is that there's much more a strong, I think, history of like. I mean, there are like you know songwriters who make a living writing songs for other people in country music. Yeah. It's not necessarily a badge of authenticity in country music. Is not necessarily that you are writing your own music. You know. Right. So there's a lot more room for women to play characters in the songs and in the videos. Yeah. Um. So in this way, I believe that the young girl is not Martina McBride. I would argue that by virtue of the fact that she's singing outside that house and she like appears there after the house is burning, I think that Martina McBride represents the spirit of justice well, of 4th of July in that moment. Yeah. She's sort of like the manifestation of like a woman, you know, getting her revenge. In well, that's way. a really cool, smart thought then because I have this image pulled up. This is the very last my image favorite, of the video. My favorite, my favorite, the last so frame. This is Martina McBride standing against the world's biggest American flag. Mm-hmm. And they got it from a Perkins. And I'm sure, is that true? <laughs> I don't I don't oh, know, okay. but Perkins always has a really it's big American flag. Cracker. And I'm sure people at the time were like, oh, that's so cool, she's a patriot. But she's also saying like, if you want to like survive as a woman in America, this was 1993. Yeah. Like you have to burn the house down from the inside. Yeah. Like if you want to topple the patriarchy, you've got to light a fucking match. And <laughs> I was like, that is bold for them. Yeah. I have a Wikipedia moment pulled up here. Uh, beginning shortly after September 11th, 2001 attack on the world trade center. Sean Feel free to bleep that name out. I'm going to beep that out. Began using the chorus as the opening bumper for his uh, radio talk show. No. The show is, uh, the song is about domestic violence, not patriotic values, according to the writer of the song, Gretchen Peters, who does not, anyone with common sense, who does not agree with blank's use of the song. Instead of stopping it, 
she collected the royalties every time he played it and donated it to her own charitable causes. And he didn't stop playing it until 2014, wow. which is the best like middle finger to him, I think, ever. I think it's very cool. Yeah. yeah, and that's my number one. Yeah, and the fact that that song, because like that song could very easily have been like written by like a man, and I feel like that might sort of undercut the spirit of it. But the fact that it yeah. was written by a woman, such like a smart, thoughtful, strategic woman who like did that, like that just adds even more like meaning to not only like the song itself, but like its cultural relevance. Yeah, and this Gretchen is the one Peters that I wrote. Has written so many songs. I wrote on this. Is this art? And I think it is. We, <laughs> we literally wrote is. the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's like the highest thing you can, yeah, the highest totally compliment is. you can pay to anything. Absolutely. Also, the, the, um, the, that, that image that you showed of Martina McBride standing next to the flag is the cover art for the single. Is it in color or black and white? It's in color. Oh, oh interesting. It? It's, oh. A, it's very cool. This is the maybe, I won't say the only video this week, but this is one that I would revisit on my own. I mean, I've revisited this many, many times, and I don't know. I don't know where that video takes place. It gives us no clues to surmise where it is. However, there's something about that last frame, yeah. the fact that she's like standing this like this big she's brick like wall, this here. giant thing. For some reason, I think it's the Alamo, <laughs> or like Texas. I think it's Texas. Maybe. I have n- absolutely no reason to believe that. I've I've received no context clues. I received no helpful hints from Gretchen herself, but. I think that's Texas, and because you know everything's bigger in Texas. Like, the, isn't isn't the world's largest American flag going to be in Texas? Yeah, but oh, I don't know probably. that that's the biggest. I mean, I don't know if it's the biggest. maybe. It's certainly bigger than Martina McBride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd have to be. Yeah, that's a great one. That that's could a, th- that could easily be like anyone's number one. Oh, it could. Yeah, you know. All right. So, in between my number three, my my top three, and Chris's top three, mm-hmm. would you guys rather play? A fast quiz that just requires you to vote as fast as you can on a thing. Or would you rather settle a debate that our country has been rocked by for 20 years? Debate! We're going to do them both. Okay. Well, let's start with... The- okay. But, but Okay, right, right quick. Before you bring up the debate, before we started recording, you had mentioned that one of the things you wanted to ask us was a debate. Yeah, And I didn't sure. say what I thought it was. But I think my I resp- know what it is. My response to you was, oh, I know what it is. Okay. Do you both want to say what you think it is? Is it How Do I Live? By Trisha Yearwood versus Leanna Rhimes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's ah! let's let's put it on the table. So okay. Coming into this so I watched both of these and I will talk more about this in a minute, but uh, And I hate pitting women against each other, but this happened. But they were pitted against each this other. This happened. They were already like, pitted. Pop we didn't culture this. pitted like their their producers okay. pitted them against each other. Well, what, we're just like you, commenting on the controversy. Right. Do you want to talk do you want to give context about this? So the movie Con Air. Yes. Uh, has the song by Diane Warren called How Do I Live? And it was originally recorded by Leanne Rimes at age 14. Mm-hmm. And then she was viewed as not having sort of the gravitas to sing about like the adult themes of like losing a person that is like, how do you go on without the, the your soulmate? Yes. And also uh, it, that it was in an, a hard R action movie. Very hard R, violent R. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas Cage goes to prison for punching someone's nose into their brain. That, yeah, that <laughs> Leanne Rimes would not <laughs> be allowed you, into you, a theater to watch. Right. Don't you she, reference that a lot? Like, have you referenced it on this show or just probably. like in passing? Like, you've mentioned like the Nick Cage punch. It's so hard to watch. Um, yeah. It's a it's kind of a fun movie. It's like a Mortal Kombat finishing move. Like, that's Very. it's literally. A Mortal Kombat finishing move. Yeah. So it was re-recorded by Trisha Yearwood and included in the score of of Con Air. 
what happened that summer is that Leanne Rimes' version of it became a hit anyway and had a video that crossed over to the pop charts. Well, okay, it was nominated so, for an Oscar for Trisha Yearwood's version. Lots of awards traction. Yes. I have a very humiliating Wikipedia note about it. And it is that uh, in 1998, for the first time in history, the Grammy Awards nominated two artists for the same song in the same category. It was best performance by a, a female country singer. Leanne Rimes performed it on the Grammys. And you know how they stack those performances so that it's like before a category. Like Beyonce performs and they give best R&B, video, mm-hmm. or best R&B album right after. Directly performing Rhymes' performance of the song, Trisha Yearwood won the award for Best Female Country Vocal Performance. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, it was also nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song, and it lost to My Heart Will Go On from Of Titanic. course it did. Okay. So are we ready for my votes? Oh, yeah, yeah. My vote is Trisha Yearwood. Okay. Are we are we are we divorcing the song from the video? Are we uh, taking them as Ooh, as great, whole entities? Great clarifying question. Because because I think it's important to remember because like song wise, I think there's actually more meat to discuss. Both of the videos, dare I say, kind of suck. Oh yeah, they're Leanne boring Rimes, pedestrian ass videos. Leanne Rhymes at least filmed something. She has her so, own video because because it's not in Con Air, so it's there's no Con Air footage in it. So Leanne yeah. Rhymes like, did Trisha's a film video set. is is just her performing on a stage. Intercut with pic- with video from exactly. the film, right? Although Leanne Rhymes is dressed like a uh, like a just like a like an office manager, yeah. like a like a a um, she has just like a head to toe, like um she, she's fourteen and she's dressed in a weirdly fitting pantsuit and she's just standing on the edge of a building. Yes, she's dressed, and that's if, the whole thing. If somebody seventy years old were wearing that, you'd be like, oh, well, she looks okay, she looks good. Yeah. She's dressed a little like sedate. I think but... it's important to note that both of them sound good. They both like, sound great. They, and, but Absolutely. what's why they're pitted against each other is they sound very similar. Like it's not. Yeah. The production on both of them is almost identical. It's well, not like them it's... saying Leanne Rimes is too young. Who who can tell this story that isn't too young? They made a great choice. Yeah, absolutely. And let me and so for that reason, I at the time I thought that Leanne Rimes was done dirty, and so I was like Team Rimes. After watching both of them as an adult person, I understand why they had it recorded by Trisha Yearwood. Mm -hmm. And I agree that Trisha Yearwood's version makes more sense. She like the way that she interprets this song as a, as an adult person is just is it's simply like more in line with what the song is. Yeah. I think I'm song Trisha and then video Leanne. Yeah. Yes. The, the video to me reminded me of like almost like a, like a 90s rap video. Like she's on the top of a building. Totally. She's wearing oh a, it's God, a lot of yeah. dark boots. Spotlights. And, and in yeah. something about the way that the spotlights are, it looks like they're coming from choppers flying over She's going to jump. She can't It looks live. like she's like <laughs> Batman or something. Yes. She's like, it's how insane. do I live? I'm jumping. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was a very easy debate to settle. Yeah. Well, I, we're all I, in alignment. I pulled seven people. I wanted to do an odd number so they're couldn't be a tie. Okay. That was kind of overwhelming. Five for Trisha, two for Lynn. Wow. And I, and I think it's also important to remember that like neither of them are losers in this because no, Trisha, no Trisha might have won like the award. She might have won our particular poll, but it was Leanne's version that like was breaking all of these records at the time. It Le- was like it was on the chart. I for, think like, that a people long think of this time. as a Leanne Rhymes song. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you and maybe introduce a conspiracy theory to the table. 
Diane Warren sure racked up a lot of sales for a song she wrote. Interesting. One, right there. one summer. Twirl, twirls mustache. Interesting that she picked a child to sing Very it. Very like interesting. A, a prodigy belter, and she knew that wouldn't work in a movie. Interesting. And then fucking My Heart Will Go On came out. Diane Warren is never getting that Oscar. <laughs> She's written so many songs for movies. Yeah, well. Yeah, and I'm assuming tough so. Shit, Diane. You had also mentioned earlier right, that. song. <laughs> So you mentioned earlier that our friend Robin was included in your poll. So yes. our friend Robin is also what, did, an did absolute expert on country music. And I said, in addition to like knowing what poll you wanted to like debate, I also um, knew what Robin's response was. And I can guarantee that it was it Trisha Yearwood. So she said in caps, Trish Yearwood, hands yep. down, this is not even worth a poll. Yep. Leanne, Leanne was only like 14 or something. She can't carry that song. <laughs> She's not she's not wrong. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Are we are we, am I am I on now? You're on. Okay. Hurt us with a girl. So I there are so many nineties as I alluded to the open, there's so many nineties women, so many nineties country women. So like this it's such a deep well and mm-hmm. such a wide well and mm-hmm. such a so it's so much. Mm-hmm. And it became obvious to me very quickly that there is one place where I wanted to concentrate my energy. And so I put maybe some intentional blinders on, and I've seen all of the things we've talked about tonight. I appreciate them, but I focused my efforts uh, on the work of one Misreba McIntyre. And as mentioned, my number three is why haven't I heard from you? Uh, for all of the reasons that we stated before. And more, and so much and more. So much more. But uh, my number two is kind of a, a complimentary piece of that off the album, It's Your Call. Uh, it's called Take It Back. And this one is set Take in a Take It Back is courtroom. Yeah. So in this one, Reba McIntyre uh, sachets her way into a courtroom. They're holding, they're like pausing court for her to arrive. And we hear a clickety-clack of Reba's heels. And she struts into the courtroom and sings Take It Back, which is like, it's, I, I don't even know if it, it, did this chart on country? It is so, like, pop doo It's a little, like, uh, big It's spender. very, like, yeah, it's very, like, <laughs> it's very, like, it's like a Broadway, it's like a musical version of a girl group that also just happens to be sung by a country right. singer. It's certainly been included in like pretty much like all of her greatest hits compilations, but it's not necessarily in what I would consider like her like immediate canon. So my question about Take It Back is, is Reba McIntyre the lawyer or the plaintiff? Oh, like maybe she's she... representing herself. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like Ted Bundy. Because she is so like in the face of the man on the stand. The jury's on her side immediately. Instantly. <laughs> We've all got it on. It is now. like very not uh they are they have no like uh decorum in terms of uh maintaining impartiality. Yeah. <laughs> uh people of color in the video. Yes. Yep. Yes. Reba often, uh, her characters in videos live in cities. All and of- she is a person of means. She's always well-dressed. Yes. Huge hair. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Take It Back is, it's, I mean, there's, again, there's so much dancing. It's a full musical set scene. The moment that she walked in with that hair up, Ryan said out loud, the hair's coming down, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course it does. Instantly comes, I mean, not instantly, but like in the in the bridge of the song, it comes down. At one point she hands, the she hand, the prosecution hands a, 
a sax to the judge as if it's evidence, mm-hmm. and then he plays it. And that's his and, tampering with evidence. And the, the actor that gives the saxophone is also like one of those kind of character actors that you've seen in a lot of things, but you have no idea what his name is. So I don't know who he is, but I know one of his roles. So on Seinfeld, when oh. they sold the sitcom of Seinfeld, he played Kramer. See, I, I thought you were going to go with uh, Billy Madison because he plays one of Billy Madison's dads, sort of um, like the one guy in the, in the corporation that actually like has a lot of sympathy for like Billy. Yeah. That's how I know that's, him. Yeah. This... What what other country artist, not only in the '90s but like since then, has incorporated such like bombastic choreography into their none? Like has Taylor Swift ever like done like straight up choreography? Not in her, not in, in a her... country video. I bet Carrie Underwood has done some. I don't know. I don't know. Not like this. She's also country no. by just There's like sax. programming. Default. Yeah. So I mean, thing. we can see Reba's committing to this. Are these are these the same? Uh, dancers that were in um why haven't i heard from you i would say it's definitely the same choreographer it's it's oh yeah <laughs> i mean it, it it's it has to be of a similar like casting call because it's also not like line dancing no it's, oh it's, not at all it's like broadway it's, broadway. it's, it's a like broad, it's a real broadway hoofer this is another video it takes place on like a production set it doesn't cut between locations like the beauty shop one these are like production numbers on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, is yeah. where this takes place. This is like the set of Law and Order or something. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. just like find like an abandoned barn and just kind of dance around it. Like this was, the production levels in this is impressive. Yeah. So that's my number two. My, I, <laughs> so for number one, okay, I went back and forth on this a lot. There is one that I watched by Reba McIntyre that I love so fully much that even to contain it to my number one felt like limiting Hmm. Uh, and I learned so much about it that I, I'm going to mention it, but I, I, I'm mentioning it to say we, I will cover it on a, sep- on a separate episode and probably literally on an episode by itself. And it's a, <laughs> I, I, will, I will just record myself talking about it for three hours and then release it on Patreon. But uh, and, and you know what's you know what's remarkable about like this like of all the things you just said I honestly still don't know what it is. There are still like three videos yeah. that it could be. It That's is. how iconic Reba fucking McIntyre is. We the had one a, that a pop operas episode and Chris talked about fancy, fancy. Mm-hmm. which is nuts. It's insane. oh yeah, fancy's I yeah I didn't mention that. It's almost like too good. If you're a new listener, I I didn't talk about fancy because I've already talked about it. But it's oh god, it's so good. Don't <sighs> think I don't think I forgot about it. The one that I'm, I am punting and not even punting, elevating yeah. to its own, a different place is, is there life out there uh, where she plays a waitress? She's a mom. She's a student. She's married to Huey Lewis. Uh, and it's like a story of, of like of a lady that turned into a television movie. Yeah. Wait, what? It got like a lifetime movie or a, CBS Sunday it, Night it, movie it or turned, something like yeah it turned into a tele a major that TV is news movie to me the music video like just yeah. like turned someone saw it and was like this should be just we Blow can do a up. we can yeah. do a we can do an hour and a half on this yeah and you absolutely can so we will watch that at some point if I can find <laughs> that TV movie and then we'll do an episode on that but uh, is there life out there it's amazing and I it's it's the very first video that I have notes for it's the first one that I watched. Because when it goes to Reba, like, and I think of like narr- narrative-driven videos, that's the first thing that pops up into my mind. Oh, it's so narrative-driven that there's almost no song in it. They just talk right on over the Absolutely. top. Absolutely, there's uh, only like maybe like 
a minute 45 of actual unbroken song yeah. included in that video. But that's not my number one. That's, uh, I'm really going to... Oh. oh, never mind. I thought we were talking about it. We are not. There are some things that I do want to talk about at that video, either now... Or like on this podcast, or like yeah, come back, come back and watch oh, the well, movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, she sings. I don't. She she reads. I know why the cage bird sings as a bedtime sure. story for her daughter. <laughs> what is that that's about? What not, is that about? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. That hey, daughter's like six. I mean, uh, teach, teach the children. I mean, about <laughs> racial trauma before they're about to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Good for Reba's Reba Ben woke, but so <laughs> the my number one. My number one is a song that could not be contained to just the talents of Reba McIntyre. Yep, we had yep. to bring in a second lady okay. to this. I know where we're going. And that second lady is a lady oh. named Linda Davis. And this song is Does He Love You? So in, <sighs> in the realm of like alpha moves, Reba is extending an, an olive branch. She's a leg up to a session singer, like a backup background singer. And that is so generous and that's amazing. And it's this like spark to like light someone's career, but it's very much also like, well, <laughs> like for duets, she didn't pick like her a peer in the industry. That's her equal. She yeah. picked someone most of, that most of her duets are like they're with like peers. She, Absolutely. So this she video, picked someone who knew her, her place oh yeah <laughs> who was she, okay with undergoing the fate that would ultimately beseech her in the video kind of a little bit maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk about it we'll talk about let's it let's get there and so also in life this wow rude I, name a second song okay but <laughs> okay but that's not what okay they Continue. uh so does he love you is basically the the 90s country the boy is mine Oh yeah, totally. Linda Davis, Reba McIntyre, are both having relations with the same man. I believe that it's not really clear, but I believe that it's it's hinted that like Reba McIntyre is married to this guy, and then like Uh, that's that's my understanding of relationship. Linda Davis, she is is the the wife. Yeah, yeah, because I think I think the song supports that reading of the video. The but, things she wears to spy on. Okay, <gasps> we're get, I'm getting there. I pro- I promise you, we're getting there. Okay, so this video, the it opens with Reba and Linda and Man getting out of a limo at separate times at a red carpet premiere, and it's like there's heavy eye contact between the Man and Linda. And the man and Reba are walking hand in hand. And and Linda and Reba are apparently in the same movie or something. Right. They're like holding a picture and there's like a, like a side eye between the two of them. They're okay. so lucky. Um, the next scene shows Linda and the guy and they're in a bar. And Reba appears in that bar standing behind a glass and wood wall. Uh, she is, she, and she notices them and she is wearing this. And I see that you have it up, but I'm going to just show you this photograph. And Cody, can you please describe to our listeners what Reba McIntyre has covered her body in in order to go spy on her husband cheating on her at this hotel bar? <clears throat> she doesn't okay. want to be seen. <laughs> so so if, if there was a drag race category that was mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia realness, uh-huh. this is precisely what... Um, who would be wearing this? Raja. Raja would be wearing this. Sure. 
it has so she's wearing a thing on her head that has sort of like a, a loose veiled scarf that goes around her neck but doesn't cover her face. It is all cream. It has a bow. It has a beret. It has a sailor hat. All like stacked. And it's, it's also like like a like a nurse's hat turned to the side a little bit as well. There's <laughs> a little also bit. a little bit of that in there. Yeah. And then it has like a a if you had a loose sh- scarf, just like as a scarf. But then you took, so like you have a scarf that's a loop, and then there's two empty phalanges on the front (laughs) of the scarf. Yeah. If you were to take those two like flipper flappers, so I've got those two loose ends that you might have some fringe, and then tuck them up into your hat, you would maybe be approximating the chiffon that is draped underneath of her neck, like a, like a... Uh, it's a little bit like the guy who is Jabba the Hutt's assistant. Yeah. And he has like I see tentacles. That. Sure. That yeah. yeah. It's also a little bit like, and there's no proof because I can't see this, if she had like a ring or a brooch or something that had poison in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also think it's important to also remember in that, that like. This her- is a person who doesn't want to be seen. No. It's also, uh, I think it's also important to remember, like, her face is also, like, beat. Like, her face is absolutely beat. Oh, it's gorgeous. Because Reba is not, Reba's not necessarily oh, known yeah. for wearing her, a lot of makeup. But obviously she in this video. so much in, in this video. In this so, video, she's portraying, like, a very, very glamorous movie star. And so she's wearing, like, a much bolder lip and much more eye makeup than she is, like, commonly, like, known to wear. But please note, they are both playing glamorous movie stars. Well, and Linda, this gal yeah. is always in the background and is just in a suit. Yeah. And Reba is in this. Yeah. So that's that's a lot. And that's the second scene. <laughs> yeah. And it goes crazier from there. So then uh, we see, the next time we see her is Linda is like at, it has like the man in her house. And she's, and it's raining. And Reba is in like a garbage bag. She's like, has like. <laughs> but uh, we don't know it's her yet, right? We don't. She's like in like, she has like. Uh, like a raincoat over herself that she like pulls back yeah. and then there's like it, eyes and it's like a dastardly it, deed. It's like a, I know what you did last summer, like yes. deadliest catch, yep. like raincoat, like giant high, like industrial raincoat. Then Do you guys know uh, Spy versus Spy? Of course. She's like the black spy. Is that what you're about yeah. to say? Chris, you know Spy versus Spy. And then she's spy. like the white spy when she's like in that Lawrence Arabia thing. She's both totally. spies. I don't know Spy versus Spy. Spy versus Spy is from Mad Magazine. It's this little, uh, it's a white trench-coated masked spy and one that wears black. Yeah. And they're real violent, like Tom and Jerry. They like trade bombs and things. And they wear like really pointy boots like Boris did in uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. They look like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. Guys. Yeah, she's dressed like each of them. Reba throughout. is both of these spies in this video. Totally. Yeah. So the next day... She she received a box like she's paid for some sort of like mysterious box. We don't know what's in the box, but she's oh I didn't I missed the box. Yes, she the it's reason that, that she's company like, where you can send poop to somebody. Yeah, like she's in the she's in the um oh, oh. The, the, the reason that she like is in that disguise is because that. it's raining. She she, she exchanged some sort of like currency for a mysterious Reba box. Reba went Got on the it. dark web Got and found it. a man. Mm-hmm. Got it. So then. The next, the last scene of this, well, the most, the alleged last scene of this is, is that Reba wearing 
like a just clothes. Kind of this is her most normal look. It's the most faithfully Reba look yeah, of the it's video. Just for in sure. like a, a maroon kind of a garb. And she is standing on the shore while Linda and the man boat a, board a speedboat and like they get on the speedboat and Reba finally cracks a smile for the first time in this whole thing. And then instantly. we cut to instantly <laughs> the speedboat fucking explodes. Yeah. It explodes. Sh- Reba okay. McIntyre murdered two people on a lake in okay. this video. Okay, just so by the numbers, the the smile manifests on her face at 409 and then at 4.10, literally less yeah, than a second, a second later, later the boat explodes. That I can only be led to believe one thing, and that is that bomb was detonated by smile. Yeah. <laughs> Reba kills them with her smile. And then, as like a coda to this, Rob Reiner yells, cut. And then like it, he's like, everybody, come in here. You got to see this. And they absolutely added that they had to yeah they had to have some record company saw that and was like reba i mean this you can't is the kill same... pe- you can't murder people in this video right it's just like you know it th- would be thunder like, rolls and things it would be CMT like he was getting two mtv for some people it would be like if at the end of a boy the boy is mine brandy m- murders monica she blows brandy, up their dorm yeah. just like because there's also like no um there's absolutely no adherence to um continuity in this because right. like rob reiner calls cut and already reba the mysterious dude and linder are like standing around him looking yeah. at the like the feedback of the footage right right well they wouldn't have been on the boat when it blew up they were blowing up an empty boat oh that is a good point actually yeah. <laughs> oh i wish they we weren't really seen, gonna kill them if we slowed it down and we could see like a uh just a man like a dummy a, a mannequin wearing a captain's hat so the last day of shooting on this coincided with the last day of filming for the movie north have you seen north Mm-mm. have I've, you seen north yeah it's with elijah wood looking for his parents it around the world terrible reviews it is very bad and but reba is in it and rob reiner directed this and so I'm assuming they just like went to set and was like, Rob, can you do us a solid? We just, you got to stand here and yell cut. We just need this one scene on it. The label said it was too dark because Reba's murdering people <laughs> yeah. and just like committing acts of terrorism. And so like, we thought maybe like you could lighten it up by just yelling cut and it's a big joke. And everyone's like, come look at this. And he was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Yeah. And then that's my number one. Is does he love you? It's fantastic. It is crazy. Also, this this like epic of a music video was directed in three days. Well, I guess all of the like a lot of those are close up based, so a lot of it you could do just like a setup. Like the bar is only one set of costumes for everybody. The rain is a day. I guess that's true. Yeah, I think the rain was probably like one of the hardest things to shoot. Rain is always the hardest thing to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, that's my number one. But what's interesting about that is, you know, we're kind of talking about like, oh, that last scene was like added because, you know, Reba killing people at such a point. But here's the thing. That's not the only video in which Reba takes a life. Really? In the video to um, Night the Lights the Night Out in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, yeah. As, she's a murderess. Yeah, as the song like permits. Like, oh And in the God. video, she's the one who shoots her brother's lover. Yeah. Much like. She also, that's a video. That's in which a video Reba where Mac you can... don't hear the song. 
right. There's too much dialogue. It's, it's much like is there life out there? We I you can't hear it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. they're just talking over the top of it, and then you can't hear either one of them. Ruby McIntyre plays herself elderly, and then also as a character that's called <gasps> literally like baby sister or something. Well, oh, like in the word. yeah, in the in the 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 movie they they gave some people some names because in the song it's just brother and I think little brother and little sister or sort yeah. of is it the yeah because in the in the song she shoots her it's like too many le- loves of separation it confuses me it's her, something about her her brother's wife is cheating on Reba's brother with some chick so Reba shoots the brother's wife and the man that she's cheating with right. And when when little sister aims, she doesn't miss. Or something yeah, like that as well and works. and the brother and the brother finding her having like shot them takes the fall for it. And then like forty years later, a, a Reba with like old lady prosthetics on confesses to the crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she shoots people then, and like no one really cared about. But I guess it's like, well, and it's like one of those things where she she sees a picture in a photo album, and it's like, oh my god, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I killed those people. Gearing up for this, I always overthink our categories and I always uh, start arguments and things that I don't mean to. Uh, but one of my questions was, uh, in the 90s, is Katie Lang a country singer? And Chris said no. I said no. Even though she had been very... I would say yes. She had been a, a very like cowgirl singer before. She was like the most country in the 80s. And then in the 90s, she got very but like... that's a constant craving. Right. Yeah. And so I left her out. So I just have a... This is just a game. It's called, Is She Country? <laughs> You can call it, if you want to call it, is, she, you can. Okay. Oh, I like this. So is this s- person country or not? Yeah. Okay. Country music or not. Okay. I'm going to say the name, answer as fast as you can, and we'll keep going. And are we, and is this, are we saying, is this person country? Are we <laughs> thinking of that, like, is there a time period that we're looking at? Because I'm assuming that these are people who have been, who have dabbled in both arenas. Are you, or are you asking, like, do I just, in my brain, do I think of... Do I think of Katie Lang as country or not? Yeah, just whatever comes like to what mind. I'm thinking. It's people who have dabbled in both, but I also think it's just happenstance with what's happening in the culture at the time, like whatever the zeitgeist says. Because a lot but of it's the culture at this time, like because they're all it's right now. We're doing this game right now. It's '90s and today, and you're just going to say what you think. There's no yeah. wrong answer. Yes. Okay. Because I think the point of the game is to say it as quickly as possible. Okay. So yeah. By trying to like impose some sort of like but thoughtful framework but just, onto it, but the but the framework is just time, so it's just me. I'm not yeah. like in is the, the spirit 90, of it's this just person. Like, you're just going to say what you think. Yeah. Inclusive. Is this are yes does no? their spirit ring country? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as a test, right now, if I say Katie Lang, no. Yeah. All right. I think all lesbians are somebody, a little, have a little bit that's of country. True, but some of these are they very, all have uh, country spirit. Some of these are very nineties. Sean Colvin. No. No. Casey Musgraves. Yes. Mm, yes. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Jewel. No. Jessica Simpson. Yes. No. No. Nora Jones. No. No. Bonnie Raitt. Yes. No. Cheryl Crow. No. Yes. Jenny Lewis. No. No. Yes. Carrie Underwood. Yes. yes. Shelby Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, why not? And then the last one I have is Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. No. Yes. I think it's really just a, like a radio format question. I think that it's being decided for us. Okay, but, okay, go back. Okay. Why would Jessica Simpson be country? Because she did. Because she put on, she wore Daisy Dukes once for the Dukes of Hazard movie. Fuck her. It's a, it's, she's from, because she's, she's from Texas? It's a, a you know what it's a question that I dropped in there. She had a country album. I've never heard it. Did she? Did she? Yeah. Yeah, it was her last I, uh, gasp. Anyway, that's a little game. 
Huh. I liked that game. Thank you. Uh, Does we have any honorable mentions? I yeah. In the spirit of your Ishi country, um, I did. And the how do I live uh, debate? I did want to also give a nod to Black Velvet by Alana Miles. Totally. Which is a country song if I've ever heard one, but was are, yeah. always released on rock radio. And there was a country version released. So this is another song where uh, Alana Miles' boyfriend wrote this song. Uh, and it's about Elvis, allegedly. Is it? I guess. I think I've, I've heard it so many times. I've It's, it's numbed like me the to words the lyrics. Just and like, I've never yeah, really studied wash them. over you. Absolutely. But, um, the... Uh, so it was one of the songs in a demo that Atlanta Miles recorded at Atlantic Records or gave to Atlantic Records, which got her signed. But they took the song from her, from her demo, and gave it to Robin Lee, who's a country artist, to record. And then that got released before Atlanta Miles's. And then two months later, Atlanta released her own version of it. And so then it was a situation, much like How Do I Live, where there were two versions of the same song on the radio on different channels. Like if you went to 96.3, you're going to get the country one. If you go to 102.5, you're going to get the pop version. That's and like, Shana- that's like Shania Twain up, up um, era. And I just have no time for but that. But at least she got to do them both. Yeah. At least Shania Twain got to do them both. I feel like no. nobody knows the, uh, who's, what's her name? Besides Elena Miles. Robin Lee. Robin Lee. I don't think anybody if knows you, I don't know. So I watched mm-hmm. the videos for these and they are the same video. And I do and I same. do not mean they are like similar videos. I mean they are the same video as if they were both on set that day. They kept the camera in the same place and they were like, Alana, go in. Okay, yeah. come out. Robin, go in. They're wearing the same thing. They're shot what? in the same ways. What? They're shot. It's like all yeah. of the B-roll is the same. It's cut in the exact same times. Like they edited it. To, it's, it's crazy. Oh, wow. It is nuts. And they sound identical these two songs like the one that's on country radio sounded the same as the one that's on rock radio all that to say country radio is like the biggest like con it's like yeah the gatekeeping that they do to like keep people in or out of it is so bizarre and mostly women mostly women and people of color and people who aren't like yep people who aren't someone yeah who they're used to seeing um, I have a couple honorable mentions. One is that I didn't realize that Shania Twain had a failed first album that she didn't write, Absolutely. and she was given the opportunity to like pitch herself before the again. woman in me. Yep. Yeah. Um, and one of her first songs I watched a video for called uh, "Dance with the One That Brought You," and the video was directed by Sean Penn. <gasps> and it wasn't good. Um, uh, another honorable mention is that one of the videos I watched by Trisha Yearwood was "She's in Love with the Boy." I almost I boldened that because I was considering putting it in my top three her intro in that is the most country thing in the world like they really lean into small town there's a really old pickup truck going down a road and then there is a tractor going down the road the other direction and <laughs> Trisha Yearwood is sitting on the center line in just an old dining chair yes absolutely she's sitting right <laughs> in the middle of the chair and there's like ducks and chickens and yeah it's very, I was like we get it god I also had I had one more honorable mention, and granted, like I could go for days, but another honorable mention that I have is um, uh, "Safe in the Arms of Love" by Martina McBride. I watched a lot of her. I don't know that one. 
So it's it's a really. I, I would watch a lot where people were unsafe in the arms of yeah. love. Yeah, I mean, a lot of her videos were very like gritty inner city. There's like pavement, like there's just like <laughs> it's sort of like it's very like law and ordery kind of absolutely. But this is the opposite of that. It is whimsical as hell. Are you familiar with this one, Chris? I am not. Safe in the arms of love. Um, essentially, it begins with like her kind of noticing this really tiny circus tent on the ground, and she le- <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You better be laughing with Martina, not at her. I, I am. I'm on her side. It's it's ridiculous. She leans down to look inside, and by doing so, she is transported inside the circus tent, and she becomes surrounded by all these circus the performers. Arms of love. Yes, precisely, precisely. Um, and there are clowns, there are trapeze artists, there are dancers. There was one particular clown who, as a young boy, I found compelling in some way that I didn't quite understand. Because he's not wearing heavy clown makeup. It's just maybe just sort of like a light all around like white. But he has like curly hair and he's just like super, super cute. Um, and it's just like a fun video. And most of like her performance is like all these other people are, you know, scaling walls and like you know doing all these like intense dancing she's just like swinging on a white swing set as like glitter falls from the sky it's beautiful and i love it very much cool um i had one more honorable mention uh in the winona video for no one else on earth she's wearing a headset mic for no reason yes she does absolutely absolutely. uh, she does she does a couple like arm wave choreography moves but you definitely could do them standing at a mic yeah you could or she could do them holding a mic beyonce did all of homecoming with a handheld (laughs) mic i think that you could hold a mic winona winona maybe didn't feel like uh her youth and trendiness was a factor when she was singing with her mom. And when she went solo, I think she wanted to be more of an example of the kind of things she liked to watch. Sure. And somebody's like, okay, put this yeah. on. Who picked God. the name Winona? Oh, well, did Winona both... pick Winona or did Naomi pick Their names Wynonna. are just like Denise and Diana. It's Christina or and Diana. Yeah. But Wynonna. who, because Winona is the best name. Yeah. How did no one, like, did other people think of that name? Were there other Winonas before Winona? That's the only one. That is, there's Winona. I mean, there's Winona Ryder, but, yeah. like, Winona. Winona. The way there. that it looks, just, like, seeing it on my screen, it's, like. It's visually arresting. It's like, a beautiful. Winona It's a beautiful Naomi. script. It almost looks like a building that shouldn't be able to stand on its own. Like, yeah. it, it, like you look at the <laughs> yes. name, and it looks like it should tilt over because it's yeah. just so dense with with consonants, with consonants at the beginning and yeah. the, that yeah, you just the think that it would just like the fall over the, well, we've gotten so deep too deep yeah i think we really we really covered it's, this feels we like, really really covered everything this week i'm glad we narrowed it down to a decade yeah so well yeah cody you are a <laughs> a uh just a, a delightful uh guest of ours a very entertaining writer where can where can our listeners learn more about Cody Zeiler? Honestly, that's a really great question. I mean, I did just launch uh, a website, so if you okay. go to CodyZeiler.com, uh, you can read everything that I've had published in McSweeney's and Split Cider and Vulture and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely worth go to CodyZeiler.com because Cody's writing is really smart and funny, no. and uh, you'll be glad you did. Yeah, totally. Well, I think we really did it. This we week. did it up big time. Um, I'm not like I'm. I mean, I understand why like the episode needs to close because obviously, like you know, we can't keep going. <laughs> However, I just want you to know that like Wait, I still have so running. much like inside of me. I know. I know. We got it. <laughs> like, that's why we brought you in. You have to. You have to shut it down. But now it's time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> cool. I feel like we should sing a farewell song on this one. But this one's really yeah. But all I've got is this. This world is bullshit. 
ไปไปไป